Hi, well, it's coronavirus hunker down time. I've just recorded a little episode here today about getting into your new normal and finding some humor, and I really hope it's helpful for you. I have the goal of being with you now twice a week for shorter episodes since we are all so busy and maybe a half hour is more manageable. So we'll see how that goes, but I am sending you love. May the force be with you as your children come home and I hope you enjoy the episode. Bye friends. Hi, I'm Grace Beeson. I'm a professional relationship coach trained in authentic leadership. Each week, I come to you on the Because Why Not podcast with stories from my own life of things I've experienced, things I've read, learned, anecdotes of every day, and that I hope that you will learn from or at least have a good laugh about. So thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate your support. Would love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or anywhere that you listen regularly and subscribe. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hi, my friends. Well, the times they are changing. And we have to change with them. So there's a lot going on. A lot has happened in the last couple days. I don't need to repeat the news because I'm sure you've heard quite enough, probably more than you even wanted to hear um, or were expecting to hear. And it does seem like everything is changing rapidly. So we are figuring out how to readjust. I think we all are. I literally just got um, an email and call from our school that they're moving to distance learning starting um, next week. So I'm feeling like I'm going to have to put on my homeschool hat, figure out how to homeschool my kids um, and support their distance learning, whatever that's going to look like, uh, I guess, on Skype or Zoom or who knows? I don't know. I'm going to have to create study hall. That's what we're all going to have to do. Moms now and dads. And I don't know, we're going to have to create study hall in our living room. It's going to be crazy. Um, but it's actually going to be okay. And it's going to be nice. And, um, I think that there are some really great ways to look at this and also a lot of humor to be found. And mostly that's why I'm coming to you today because I kind of, am feeling like, We don't need more severity. We know that this is an acute situation. I think if any one of us has read anything online or things that are being passed around about the actual facts, um, being concerned about the coronavirus um, and the fear of contagion and all of that is real. Um, We do need to be careful. We need to be mindful. We are um, now partaking in social distancing. The minute I heard that term social distancing, I was like, well, that's how they're going to talk about 2020 in the future. Hashtag social distancing. It, what came to mind immediately was conscious uncoupling and, um, what, a um, I don't know what a 
term that became when Gwyneth Paltrow first used it out loud 10 years ago or whatever it was. And I thought, just like conscious uncoupling, social distancing is going to be the catchphrase of 2020. So what does that mean? We are separating ourselves from each other. We are not being in large crowds. Everything has been canceled. I mean, wasn't that wild watching like within a span of 24 hours, things were really not okay in Italy, but sort of okay here, let's say, or people just weren't acknowledging or addressing it yet. And then it went from the NBA canceling all games or canceling all fans to canceling the season and then sports teams canceling fans to canceling seasons, no tournaments. I I know I'm using sports game references because that's what's happening in my house. The fact that March Madness basketball ACC tournament is canceled. Then my boys baseball season was canceled or at least postponed till April. Um, Just on and on. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here. I really am in this, um, particular podcast. I'm I'm speaking to everyone, but my voice is really loud and clear right here for moms because we are facing a unique challenge right now with having kids coming home. Um, and not all of us work from home. You know, I've been thinking how I'm benefiting a lot from being an entrepreneur and working from home, which of course has its challenges. And that's not what this podcast is about. But I do have the flexibility and I know that uh, corporations and companies and small businesses everywhere are telling people to stay home. So um, moms and dads are doing what they need to do. But I do feel fortunate that I am, you know, still able to coach from home and still able to grow my business from home and able to do this and find ways to connect with people and that I really am uh, benefiting from a world that's done largely um, from a computer. So it's strange. It's the world we live in, but, um, we all are going to benefit from that now because it's the way we're going to stay connected. And I think that means that we can have, you know, WhatsApp calls, um, or FaceTime, whatever with our families and our friends, we're not going to be flying around. Um, things are going to look different. And I have a lot of compassion for, um, friends and colleagues and all small businesses that really suffer during this time. So ways that we can support them are by buying gift cards. Even if we're not going to go to the stores or to the restaurants right now, we can do takeout. Um, you know, we had restaurants, Maddie had restaurants for 20 years. It's extremely stressful when there's bad weather or, um, things that cause people not to come in. So I really do feel for them and, um, really just keeping hope alive that I can keep coaching and, um, you know, planning some weddings and doing things to keep my family running. So anyway, but again, back to the humor, um, that I was promising you, I have this idea that I'll come to you twice a week moving forward with shorter episodes because we are all taking on so much. We are trying to do so much reading and learning and listening and watching, but also find things that give us a respite from the stress of everyday news. Now, um, we have to be aware of 
what's happening, but we also need a break from it. This is fully when I lean into watching my Bravo shows, when I listen to my favorite podcasts that make me laugh, um, when I pick up the phone and call friends and have great conversations. Um, You know, these things are so vital and getting out and taking a walk, you know, we're allowed to go outside. We're not supposed to be in crowds, but like we can get out and take walks. We can do exercise at home, things that are good for our self-care and mental health, you know, um, just all that stuff has to continue. And we do need to maintain a routine, um, which is, yeah, just so important. And that's kind of my real advicey piece of this podcast, which is during this crazy time, um, really try and maintain a routine, set your alarm, get up at the same time, do your meditation, drink your coffee, go for your walk, do your exercise, write in your journal, whatever those things are that like get you up and get you going in the morning, keep your morning routine robust because it's super helpful, um, towards maintaining sanity. Um, and I think as I have my kids home and, uh, this won't be like the biggest, you know, news flash for any mom, but I'm really going to focus on routine. Like I'm going to set out the day in chunks of time. Like in the morning we do our work. We're going to do our reading. We're going to do our writing. We're going to do whatever we need to do. Maybe we have video calls with school at different times during the day. Um, but we will have outside time twice a day or more. We'll have lunch time. We'll have snack time. Um, of course we're going to have screen time, but I just think, you know, we need to keep some semblance of routine. That said, I am here to tell you that, um, maybe I'm telling you this because I want to validate my own behavior. And so let that just be the case. But I do believe this is a really good time to lean into screen time for your kids. I'm not telling you to park them in front of a TV all day, although that could be helpful for you one day and that's fine for a day. But I am saying to use it as a tool for you and for them. Like if you're going to drop your basket and start screaming, um, you know, plug them in, just plug them in. And let me tell you something, the more I've been plugging my kids in, I've been watching their actual videos because I don't let them sit silently on iPads anymore. And we've been watching the videos all together on YouTube that they watch. So now I'm fully aware of what they watch. And I got to tell you, I am finding them strangely enjoyable, maybe because it's like such a break from reality. But any of you with young sons, mostly you've probably heard of Dude Perfect, which is this group of five guys who went to Texas A&M together and basically like found a way to make up a squillion dollars having fun. So good on them. They do all these sports and trick shots and make videos about it. And it actually reminds me of our friends growing up, Courtney will know what I'm talking about, about her brother and his friends and the videos that they would always make. And it was like with a yellow Sony camcorder on, on Betamax videotapes, I think, but it's the same thing. It's like a bunch of dudes making funny videos and it's highly entertaining. And, um, I may be doing some of that with my kids this week, some at home movie making, because I loved that as a kid. We made the funniest videos. Courtney and I did a whole series on um, Stuart Smalley and I'm good enough, I'm smart enough and doggone it, people like me. And oh my God, 
we really were funny. We really were. Maybe we're going to make some videos here today. Maybe this next month. So I'm telling you, do what you need to do to make yourself laugh, make your kids laugh, have fun. If this is the end of days, which I truly hope it's not, let's have some fun. Let's not just fully panic the whole entire time. And so to that end, here are things that we can feel good about. We're focusing on what's important, which is our families, right? And our togetherness, our health, We are probably in some ways more present of mind and more conscious and more aware of our every moment than we have been ever or in a really long time. Do you feel that way? Like we're moment to moment right now. We're like, what's going to happen in the next five minutes? Okay. What's going to happen in the next 10 minutes? I really feel that way. Like for the first time, I'm not looking at next week or the next two weeks or the next month or six months because guess what? The rules have been broken and we can't anticipate anything. Like, are we going on spring break next month? Don't know. Am I planning any trips on an airplane in 2020? No. I'm not. I have none planned. I don't know if I will. All of Maddie's plane travel has been canceled. So I don't have to think about that schedule. I no longer have to think about the baseball schedule. Um, I don't have to think about him being out of town and what I'm doing with my work and pickup times. Like literally your schedule is wide open. When was last time you felt that? Moms, I mean, it's crazy. So a week ago, or maybe five days ago, I, for whatever reason, decided to write down everything I did in one day because I actually had this thought like this would be really funny or will be funny, um, in years, years far away from now, like when I'm far, far away from this time in my life, hopefully, um, that I'll look back on it and go, Oh my God, every day day was like that. And I know that every day was like that. And I'll just kind of like give my 43 year old self a hug and a high five. Um, but yeah, I wrote down what I did in one day. Cause I thought it's bananas what we do in one day, bananas. And we think that it's just totally normal. It's par for the course. And, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to share with you what I wrote down five days ago. And I just know you're going to be nodding your heads and I'm high-fiving you. We're doing virtual high fives and hugs and fist bumps, because even if we were in the same room, we wouldn't hug. So let me tell you about my day. And this was one of many days. This is just a par for the course average day. Okay. So I woke up at six made time to meditate for five minutes, brush my teeth, got dressed, made the boys breakfast, made sure court sat and did his homework that he hadn't done the night before, got the boys organized, made their lunches, took them to school. I drove to a meeting. Then I stopped and picked up food to bring to a friend who had surgery, stopped by, visited with the friend for a few minutes, dropped off the food, came back home, hurriedly got settled, had a coaching phone call, coached someone for an hour, ate a quick lunch, did some emails, cleaned the kitchen, put away dishes, had another coaching call, spent a half hour prepping for dinner, drove to go vote, stood in line, voted, 
went to go pick up the kids, took the kids to Than's ukulele lesson. While Than had his ukulele lesson, had, had court do homework, helped him with his homework, got the kids home, made dinner, cleaned up dinner, made lunch for the next day, emptied the dishwasher, put in the laundry, put the laundry in the dryer, made sure the kids got showered, helped them get showered, brushed their teeth, made sure they get dressed, spent a half hour relaxing with them, then read them stories, and then put them to bed. Then got myself ready for bed, listened to a podcast for a half hour, and fell asleep. But not before I allowed myself time to feel guilty for not making time to exercise. And scene. Who can relate to that? I did like 42 things in one day. I did not stop moving my body or my mind for 16 hours, but I still made time to feel guilty about not exercising. How crazy is that? What we do to ourselves. So let me say this. The, the busy days like that are going to slow down for a while. It's just not going to be possible for them to be that busy because I'm not going to be driving around going everywhere, right? We're going to be more at home, but we need to set our routines at home. But can we just give a little thanks and be grateful that our days are going to be slower? Like this is an opportunity to slow down. Make your to-do list shorter. Focus on your kids, helping them do their work. Focus on doing your own work. Do some exercise, maybe grab a nap. You're going to spend less time on the road. You know, this, this realistically, I mean, I don't want to say realistically. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. And I'm also not an alarmist. I don't watch a lot of news. I try and get the information that I need and not go overboard. But what I want to say is that I believe we will not be quarantined indefinitely in our homes till the end of time. I do believe there will be an end to this. Maybe it's going to be a few months. Maybe it's going to be two months. Maybe it's going to be six months. This year is going to look very, very different. We all know that now. Um, But it is going to come to an end in one way or another. And hopefully we are all going to stay healthy and that we're doing all the right things by taking these really uh, strong precautionary measures. Um, But use this time to get things done around the house, you know, but not to put pressure on yourself. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. If you can't exercise, it's okay. And let me tell you something else. I went to the grocery store yesterday, toilet paper aisle, empty, empty. It's like Armageddon. The Armageddon of toilet paper. If you need to wipe your bottom and you're out of toilet paper, you are out of luck or you are going to your backyard and getting dry leaves because there is no toilet paper to be found. Not on Amazon, not anywhere. It's gone. But you know what the grocery store does have? They have Captain Crunch. They have Oreos. They have Pop-Tarts. They have All the things that my kids always ask for and that I always say no to. And so I bought them and I thought, if this is the end of days, at least my kids should eat the things that they've been wanting to eat, right? Let's let them eat the things they want to eat. Let's let them enjoy the fruits of life, even if they're toxic and they have red food dye and high fructose corn syrup. Let's spend a few days eating them. 
hopefully I'll allow us to go back to normal, which I probably will within three days when I realize how this crap food makes their moods crap. But all I'm saying is maybe we loosen the reins a little bit. Okay. I just heard Maddie in my head laughing at me while I said that. I know, I know I'm going to try. I really am going to try. He called me a helicopter mom today. When I was asking the boys what they were doing and telling them it wasn't time for screen time. And he was like, okay, helicopter mom. I was like, listen, someone's got to make sure they're not just literally watching YouTube all day. Anyway, I'm going to work on loosening the reins. We could all benefit from loosening the reins on our children, on our household activities and on ourselves. Give yourself grace. Give yourself this time and space to find your new normal. I really highly recommend the morning routine, like really and truly. Um, And listen, a lot of us, we are old school. We were born in the 70s and early 80s or early 70s. We like the phone. This is a great time to pick up the phone and catch up with old friends. I love nothing more than hearing my old friends' voices Um, or any friends' voices. I mean, I just love it. So um, it's a great opportunity to do that. I do have an 80-year-old mom who's at home. She's no longer going to her day program. I'll be checking on her regularly. You know, I have things I've got to do, responsibilities outside of the home with family. I know a lot of us do. A lot of us have young children, aging parents. I've talked about that before. I still have yet to do the episode on aging parents that I've been asked to do. But I just want to say, let's look out for each other, for our neighbors, certainly for older people. Um, And this is also a great time to buy some extra pantry items that can be donated to children who deal with um, not just food insecurity, but scarcity uh, and hunger um, and really go hungry if they don't get food from their food pantries at school. So locally, I'm, I sit on the board of an organization called Porch, um, but I'm sure in whatever city you're in, there are opportunities to donate uh, pantry items to kids who are at home and wouldn't have food otherwise. So I just want to put in a plug for that because we really can take for granted that our children always have enough to eat and getting microwavable meals like the Chef Boyardee microwavable ravioli containers, um, things like that, that kids can eat at home and easily microwave because most often they have a microwave. Um, that is a really great way that we can help and look out for our for our uh, hungry kids and older people. And obviously, we're just hoping that everyone's going to stay well. But guys, we've got to laugh. We've got to have a sense of humor. We laughter. I always say how important it is, but it is vital. It's vital. So one idea I have is, you know, stores are still open. Go to your local card shop. Um, go read the hilarious greeting cards they have. I will sometimes stand there and like laugh so hard. I'm crying reading the greeting cards in our city. 
the one that comes to mind is Parker and Otis and they just opened a store called Parker and Otis paper. Um, the greeting cards. Oh my God. Amazing. Buy some greeting cards, mail them to your friends. Let's do phone calls and snail mail and connect in ways that we haven't before. Let's eat Captain Crunch. Like it's 1982. I had a bowl yesterday and it was so good. Oh, it feels so free to just release the rules and the reins and whatever that means for you. I do want to put in a plug for reducing alcohol use because alcohol causes anxiety and Lord knows we don't need to be feeling more anxiety. So maybe instead of numbing out, try feeling your feelings and taking a long walk outside, feel the fresh air. You're going to want a break from your children and that will help more than wine. I know, I know, I know, but I just need to say that. So it's different for everyone, but reducing alcohol reduces anxiety. That is a fact. Okay. Now, if you need some ideas for things to watch, if I haven't mentioned this before, I'm going to mention it. And if I've mentioned it before, it's worth mentioning again on Netflix, the fortune Feimster comedy special. It's called sweet and salty. Watch it immediately. And then go to her Instagram fortune Feimster. She is hilarious and has a whole Instagram stories, um, section about this character named Branda. She does. Who's like a Southern woman who's always yelling at her husband, TM go listen to it. You will laugh so hard. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Okay. If you want trash TV on Bravo, start Vanderpump rules from the beginning and watch the whole entire thing. It is pure trash. Just let your brain absorb nothing. Let yourself check out and not worry. Just watch it. Just do it. And if you do love Bravo, listen to the podcast, Bitch Sesh, Bitch Sesh. Um, amazing. And if you have Sirius Radio, Jeff Lewis Live, again, great. Fortune Feimster has her own podcast called Sincerely Fortune which is so hilarious. These are the things that are like keeping me going, keeping me laughing. Also, if you watch reality um, TV, if you watch Bravo, there's a show called Reality Checked on Sirius that is so good. Um, on a more, I guess, cerebral note, um, and I think I mentioned this to you before, I'm still reading the book called Why We Can't Sleep, which is a wonderful book for women in their 40s and older and all the transitions and things we're going through. Um, and I wouldn't say it's, it's heavy. I would say that it's a way to just like feel supported that like you're not alone. So I will leave you with those things. I'm going to go eat some Captain Crunch. My kids are off for a hike with our neighbor. They've been gone for, oh my God, almost two hours. My time's almost up, but oh, thank God for good friends who take your kids to go do things. I am so thankful for this time I have had. I feel like I won the lottery, got some things done, and now I'm uh, ready for these wild ones to come back. And I'm going to show them. They want to watch one of my favorite movies. And so tonight's not the night to show them Dirty Dancing. I just don't think the time is now, given that they're six or six and eight. But when I was like seven, there was this movie that was... Um, on all the time called, um, 
Welcome. Oh, God, of course I just forgot. Oh, my God, really? Um, Max Dugan Returns. That's what it is. Max Dugan Returns. And it's got um, Matthew Broderick in it. And it's super good. So I'm going to show them my favorite movie from when I was a kid. And that'll be fun. And anyway, yeah, just sending you love, sending you high fives. I really am wishing you well in this new phase as your children are home constantly. I mean, if you need to go hide in a dark closet for a minute, go hide in a dark closet. If you need to emotionally eat, I'm going to be doing it right there with you. But get fresh air, get some time for yourself, really. And I'll be back with you again next week. I'm going to do some shorter episodes, hopefully twice a week. And thanks for being here today. Um, Leave a comment if you would, um, wherever you are listening, leave a review. Okay. Bye.